On today's Intelligent Money Minute, I'll interview Larry Swedrow, Chief Research Officer at Buckingham Wealth Partners, on two key elements of retirement success and happiness. Welcome to Intelligent Money Minute, a mercifully short podcast that may save you time and money. Your host, Hans Blake, is a CFA charter holder and CPA who has spent his entire career helping people minimize financial stress to maximize their lives. After managing $350 million and working with high net worth individuals around the world, he founded Intelligent Investing. Time is money, so invest in every minute. Here is your host, Hans Blake. Larry, in your book, Your Complete Guide to a Successful and Secure Retirement, you talk about the non-financial elements that should be included in your financial plans. I I love that chapter because we believe the exact same thing. There's more than just numbers that need to be integrated into your financial plan. There's uh, things like, what are you and your spouse going to want to do together now that you're together (laughs) After uh, years of maybe uh, being apart and one growing a a business and the other maybe being a stay-at-home spouse. So what are some key elements that you believe should be in a financial plan that are maybe non-financial? Yeah, so I think the important message here we're trying to deliver is that it's key to have a plan to have a life in retirement. And the reason is that so many of us who are in the workforce get both our psychological fulfillment, sense of purpose from our work. It's a reason to get up in the morning, if you will, uh, and feel good, we've accomplished things. And the other is that that's the source of our social relationships. Many of our friends and connections to the community are through our work. And it turns out, the research shows, that once we have enough money to put food on the table and have medical care and our shelter, and for the average American, it's really about $75,000 a year, having more than that doesn't make you any more happy. In other words, someone who earns a million dollars a year is no happier than someone who earns 75,000. And you need to get to that number to be as happy as the average American. Of course, in Keokuk, Iowa, it might be 50,000, and New York City, 150,000. But the average is about 75,000. But you need two things to be happy. And those are the two things I mentioned you got from work. It's depth and breadth of social relationships and a sense of purpose and accomplishment. And so if you're going to retire from work, you have to plan for things that will give you both of those things. I had two uncles who, when they retired, went to work temporarily for H&R Block, learned how to do tax returns, and donated their time to doing tax returns for people who couldn't afford to pay it. That was one example. I have another friend whose father, uh, after a rich career, became a candy striper at the hospital. What a perfect thing to give him a sense of purpose, giving back and meeting and greeting people and staying connected. It doesn't matter what it is, but you need something that's emotionally and intellectually fulfilling and keeps you connected to society. So as we talk about in the book, you really need to develop that plan, write it down, 
practice it maybe on a vacation and say, all right, eight to nine o'clock every day, I'm going to take a yoga class. From 11 to 12, I'm playing pickleball. And then in the afternoon, I'm taking courses at the university. Whatever it is uh, that is going to give you that sense of purpose, it's key to write it down, practice it. And the reason I emphasize this is we know the research shows two things. The highest suicide rate in the United States is among recently retired men, having lost their sense of purpose and accomplishment. And the highest divorce rate is among recent retirees called the now silver divorces. It's the line, I married you for better or worse, but not for lunch. Uh, one of the spouses maybe you know, was a stay-at-home uh, person and had their own sense of life and friends and their daily routine. And now all of a sudden, this other person's around 24 hours a day. That's how you end up with problems. So absolutely key to have this well-thought-out plan for a life in retirement, not just a financial life in retirement. And I think uh, one thing they don't need to add to their calendar is at four o'clock or five o'clock to turn on the news to watch what's happened to the stock market. That would probably not need to be in their calendar. Actually, there's uh, good research on this, uh, which your readers or listeners will find uh, helpful. The more you check the value of your portfolio, meaning how often you look at it, the worse your results are likely to be. And the logic behind that is watching and overseeing, checking the values can only cause you to do one of two things, do nothing, which is good, likely, or to act when, and acting is generally bad. And so the more you check, the worse you're likely to do because you'll be tempted to act when doing nothing is almost certainly going to prove to be better. Absolutely. I think uh, they say that every time you look at your uh, portfolio, if you look at it daily, there's a 50-50 chance that it's going to be negative. And we're big believers into behavioral finance. So we think turn off the TV, don't look at your portfolio so frequently will help improve your behavior and should improve uh, your returns in the long run. And you know, if you look at the time horizon studies, where you look at people, how long they held stocks, going back to the 50s and the 60s. We've become, you know, I, I talk about this to our audience. Our grandparents had the crock pot mentality, kind of a set it and forget it mentality. And our society has become more of a microwave. Like if it doesn't do something instantaneously, we need to do something else. And that just is poor behavior. And so we try to encourage our investors to not do that. Larry mentions that he thinks that the depth and breadth of your relationships and having sense of purpose and accomplishment are two of the keys to retirement success and happiness. At Intelligent Investing, we want to minimize your financial stress to maximize your life. We believe that every person is called to a specific mission in life, and we have a limited amount of time to accomplish this mission. For example, you may be called to be the best pediatric surgeon or perhaps the best stay-at-home mom to your children. Whatever your calling may be in life, we want to maximize it. When you retire, your mission may shift into being the best volunteer at the local shelter or the best grandparent to your grandchildren. At Intelligent Investing, our goal remains the same. 
We want to maximize your life by minimizing your financial stress so you can enjoy the mission that you've been given. We'd love to take the first step in a professional relationship with you by having a virtual meeting or a complimentary coffee. Visit investedwithyou.com and click on the Get Started button to learn more. Once again, that's investedwithyou.com and click on the Get Started button. If you'd like to become a client or learn more about intelligent investing, please call 864-679-0500 or visit investedwithyou.com. Remember, time is money, so invest in every minute. Thanks for listening. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to provide and should not be relied on for tax, legal or accounting advice. Copyright 2021. All rights reserved.